Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. If you were like me, you're probably starting to notice many international flavors that might have once been only found in the international aisle of the grocery store. Um, kind of seeing these things popping up around the store in different areas, like the produce section, even the deli. Um, I know our local grocery store has a sub of the week um, over in the deli, and I have noticed some different flavors going on over there that aren't so, um, you know, typical of what I've seen in the past. And then even incorporating these different flavors into store samplings, um, you know, flavors that I probably in the past have just left up to the pros at restaurants and now those flavors are starting to become less intimidating to me as they start to infiltrate my everyday life Um, and I've said it before a thousand times you guys know this I am not a chef by any stretch of the imagination Um, so for me to be bridging that gap and bringing some of those flavors into our world is really, uh, you know, a next step for me and, and kind of really cool. Um, plus, it's fun to explore the world through food with your family. Um, clearly impossible for most of us to visit a different country every month or week. So by exploring with these new flavors and foods, um, talking about the origins of the foods and and things like that, I know we're all busy, um, but it's kind of a cool thing to be able to do. And what a gift to give your kids to allow them to move past, um, you know, the run of the mill, what you're used to eating every day and, and getting past that intimidation of something different, you know, something out of their element, something they're not used to, um, introducing those things to them at an early age so that they're able to, to live this life, um, you know, through the wonders of food, really. Um, so today we're talking with Maya Kamal, uh, award-winning cookbook author, mom, and founder of Maya Kamal Foods. Uh, Her line is one that brings the vibrancy of traditional Indian flavors into modern culinary experiences. Um, Raised in Boston by a South Indian father and mother from New England, she grew up in a multicultural home filled with delicious and diverse foods. Her father's Indian cooking combined with trips to visit family in India piqued her interest in that cuisine from a young age. So all of the line's products are inspired by Maya's family recipes, And she really focuses in on helping families bring new flavors into their kitchens easily. So let's focus in on that easily and with ease. Um, No intimidation here. Maya is truly passionate about introducing new flavors to families. And I'm excited to say she's definitely done that with her products in my own family. And I'm excited to um, chat with Maya and bring her to all of you today. Hi, Maya. Welcome to the Healthy Family Project podcast. We're so excited to have you on today to chat all about how families can expand their palates and bring new, exciting flavors into their kitchens. This is actually our first time chatting. I'm really excited to have you on. Um, We've been trying out some of your amazing products and are really inspired by all you do. Um, Thank you. Before we dive in, can you tell listeners a little about yourself and how you started your company? Sure. Yeah. And thank you for having me. So I started my business in 2003. Um, I am, I'm half Indian, half American, and I've 
grown up in the U.S., but we took trips back to South India, where my father is from, um, while I've grown up. So a lot of exposure to home-cooked Indian food, and my, my aunt was a very good cook, so I really... You know, it was I, I liked Indian food uh, growing up, had really positive associations with it. And and as I grew up, I kind of came to realize that the kind of Indian food I was e- eating was not the same as the restaurant food mm-hmm. people were exposed to. Right? right. Totally different. First of all, you know, it's home style. It's not it's not like that kind of heavier restaurant style, but also the flavors from South India are really tropical and there's lots of coconut milk and seafood and, and, um, you know, fresh chilies and fresh curry leaves and things that, that aren't served in restaurants because that's more North Indian, um, kind of dairy rich food in restaurants. So, yeah. So I, uh, as this became more and more clear to me, um, I, I, switched careers from being a photo editor in publishing to uh, cook, being a cookbook author and then a um, launching my own food company because I felt like if I wanted more people to understand how multifaceted Indian food was and how much great, amazing flavor there was. So I thought, okay, I'll just I'll make it myself then and show people. So that was the start of the company, re- launching fresh sauces, uh, refrigerated Indian sauces, and started you know selling them to Whole Foods and and specialty stores and natural stores. And we've grown the business, and now we have a different many different products, including jarred shelf stable sauces that are that can be found in a lot of grocery stores and you know including like Target and a lot of mainstream places. So we've been able to, um, yeah, find a nice uh, way to actually connect our food with uh, a, a wide audience. Well, wonderful. And we'll definitely link up in the show notes to let people know where they can they can find your products. And we, I know we chatted just for, I said we didn't chat before, but we chatted for a couple minutes before we got started. So you did mention that, you became a mom the same year you started your company, which I think is like a superhero yeah. status. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think it's probably better that it all happened at once uh, because otherwise I probably wouldn't have done one of them. I'd be like, oh, just too overwhelming. I can't, that's all I can handle. But yeah, I had twins, girls, and launched a company in the same year. And oh, it, was <laughs> it was nuts. It was nuts. But it was, you know, but it was quite an amazing sort of journey, too, because, you know, I'm raising these girls and I'm thinking about what they're going to eat. And I'm thinking about, you know, all this food I'm creating for for, you know, to sell. And and of course, I'm sampling, you know, we're tasting things at home and I'm I'm eating my our own food, um, serving that to the family. So. You know, the, I, I had in my mind the model of Indian children, right? I mean, they just eat whatever is served, right? It's not right. like, oh, they don't eat spicy food, you know? It's, there's no fears around spice and children in a lot of cultures, right? I think we, we have that here, but it's it's only because they're not used to it, but it's not because they won't like it. So, um, so I assumed my children would just get a taste for it and and you know and they did and and I also did things like you know I would just 
whatever we were eating, you know, they, when they were really little, they'd be sitting on our laps. They'd, I just wanted them to smell all kinds of food, even if we weren't serving it to them, you know, or they were too young to eat exactly what we were eating. I just thought, you know, taking in variety, even through your eyes and, and your nose, like it's a, it's, it, it broadens your mind and, and opens you up, I think, to all the varieties of food that are out there. Well, I agree. And I think listeners of our podcast know I'm a big proponent. I have a, my younger daughter is a selective eater. I I switched it from picky because she really (laughs) embraced the picky word. Um, So she's kind of selective, but I too feel that I continue to put things in front of her. I continue to have her touch and feel different produce items and help in the kitchen. And so I do believe that as things progress and as she gets older, that she'll have an appreciation for those smells and, you know, sights and and feeling those things. Um, So that's that's I'm with you on that. Um, So she isn't a fan, though. She isn't a fan of anything with a sauce. So (laughs) so here's a good question for you. For those of us with these more selective eaters, how can we expose our kids to new flavors and ingredients in a way that will entice them to actually try it? Yeah, well, I think, you know, there's always the sort of, you know, the dipping sauce approach, I suppose. But if that if that's even, you know, and then there's the taking some of these more um, maybe strongly flavored sauces like our simmer sauces, for example, you know, they have pretty bold flavor, but blending them up with yogurt, you know, and, and making a kind of a really creamy sort of dip is a way to, I think, make it a little more approachable. But there's also ways to do it, like just, you know, taking full flavored foods, you know, brushing them onto some of your vegetables before you, you know, roast them on a sheet pan. And, you know, then and flavors can permeate. Same with like roast chicken, like just a sort of a a little rub, um, even like under the skin of your roast chicken. It just just brings a, a nice, subtle level of flavor in, but just adds that that little something extra. Because I know it, it can be a lot to just have a full-fledged, you know, curry, right? I mean, that may not be for everybody. I mean, I happen to love them. But if, if that's not if that's not for you, then you can mix the sauces into like, you know, a couple spoonfuls into a soup, right? Or into a, when you're stir frying vegetables, just add a couple of spoonfuls of a sauce. And it could be any kind of, you know, it could be a Thai sauce or, you know, a Chinese or, you know, it doesn't have to be Indian, but it could be, it could be any ethnic food. So that's, that's what I would suggest. Well, those are great suggestions. So I think that's that kind of covers off on, you know, for families who are looking to bring more worldly flavors into their homes but might not know where to start. So I think that's probably that good advice of adding in, you know, not going full full on yeah. maybe at first, just kind right. of taking that. Yeah, just like a little touch in the things that you're already making and, and bring a little more flavor in to some of the basic stuff. Awesome. Well, I think there's a misconception that trying different cuisines requires going to specialty stores and picking up really uncommon ingredients. 
you know, things that you're not going to find here. You know, I have a Publix at the end of my street that I'm not going to find at my local Publix. So um, when in Mm -hmm. fact, come to find out, there's a lot of overlap and many international Mm -hmm. dishes are made with ingredients that can easily be found in any grocery store. So can you clear up that misconception and kind of what are some of those star ingredients of Indian cuisine that can be easily accessible to the average family? Right. So uh, I would say, uh, you know, since I launched my company, well, when I launched my company, there were like very few options and Indian food was like, you know, shoved in like some, you know, the bottom shelf of a aisle that nobody ever went to. And it was like the least, yeah, the, the least trafficked part of the store and really not very appealing at all. And it felt sad to me, like, oh, my God, these, this, like, amazing cuisines here, you know, that have, that just deserve a little better treatment or, you know, better, better, better exposure, better version. So now I've, in the time that I've had my business, I've really watched how stores have changed the way they, they approach global foods. And in fact, we have done all this research and have data that shows that the uh, the ethnic I kind of prefer to call it the global aisle is one of the most trafficked aisles now in the center of store for larger grocery stores so that's like a complete shift but you find that um so there there's more um there's more traffic going there there's, I think it really has a lot to do with millennials and their their taste and openness and appetite for you know for more exciting flavors, but um, but you you find that some of those flavors are in in other parts of the store too. I mean, it's always worth looking in the natural set of any big store because you'll find that sometimes that's where they put some of the the other international cuisines. And the freezer set. I mean, you can find all these great pot stickers now and dim sum and you know there's there's actually a lot of interesting offerings like all over the grocery store now if you if you open your eyes to it but uh, you know with indian i think that the, the 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 best ways in i mean if you're say you're in the freezer set there's like samosas are those really yummy like pastries frozen mm-hmm. little appetizers that are delicious and they come you know vegetarian or sometimes they come with with meat in them it's so yummy um you know, in the main set, I mean, the, the sauces are kind of the easy, you know, the, the go-to um, because that is just like, it's done for you. It's a lot of work goes into making an Indian curry, a lot of steps, a lot of like at least, you know, 15, 20 ingredients. So your, your shortcut is to buy a sauce and add your chicken or add your vegetables and, you know, whatever you like and simmer it together. So there's no real work involved. So that's that's a perfect entree into Indian cuisine. But then there's things like um, some spice blends like garam masala. Um, that is a just a really nice blend that a lot of Indians use. It's like cinnamon, clove, um, cardamom, cumin. And it is something you can just like sprinkle on your food kind of at the end of cooking just to like add a little, little extra sort of 
burst of spice not strong but just like a nice subtle like mm, you know like like you'd squeeze mm-hmm. lemon on something at the end right just right. that like touch that final touch so that's i'm finding more and more available in 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 just mainstream grocery stores and i, I love using that um so i mean those are some of the really basic things then you find chutneys you know which are nice to sort of have on the side of say like roasted meats or things and those are just often sort of sweet and tangy and a little spicy like a condiment um and yeah i mean these then there's there's papadums there's like little flat wafery um sort of yeah flat wafers that you can roast or you can fry and they sort of um puff up a little bit and add a little crunch um on your plate and they don't have any gluten in them so it's kind of a nice little crunchy you know addition um and and again these are things that that are pretty i'm seeing in all the major grocery stores like you it's not like you have to go to international stores for for these ingredients and they're um they're fun to play with you know they're just uh, and not all indian food is spicy either i think that people have that definitely have that misconception that you're going to get like overwhelmed with too much heat it has spices so there's lots of flavor but heat is something that you you know you can check a label for either it's a spicy a hot version or a mild version so lots of lots of options within that like korma is a nice and creamy mild indian curry but vindaloo is a super spicy one so yeah so there's there's a whole range um available to people well i do have to say i feel like with our family you know my older daughter and i would go to an indian restaurant when we were craving Indian food. And I just felt like it's one of those things, like leave it, I leave that to the experts. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> mess it up at home and then ruin my experience. You know, I feel, I'm pretty confident in the kitchen, but there's just a couple of things that I've always thought, sure. you know what, I'm not gonna do that. Um, and so when we yeah. had some of your products come over to us, I said, okay, you know, it's already here for me. I just need to do my part in pulling together what I'm going to use with the sauce, you know? So yep. I, it made it less intimidating for me. And even my husband who says, if, since the day I met him has said, I don't like Indian food. I don't like Indian food. <laughs> and so he, I think I made you, well, I, I should say you, not me, because it's, I <laughs> used the sauce, so- some of the sauces and he's like, wow, like, I could do this. He went for seconds, you know, and I said, see, I told you. So, so that was like a huge turning point for us in our house. So I thank you for that. And then, um, I even took some of the sauces with me to my families from Southwestern Pennsylvania. Um, Mm -hmm. they eat a lot of the same things (laughs) every day. They don't really step outside of that, that comfort zone. You know, they're in the Pittsburgh area and, um, you know, we grew up in a lot of foods that are just tried and true and they don't, they don't kind of go out of the zone. But I did, um, meet up with my family in South Carolina this year and I took some of the sauces with me and I said, all right, we're going to have this. And, and I, I think I turned them around a corner too. So I was pretty well excited. <laughs> no, like, uh, awesome. Let me see. Cause they're, they're a tough crowd, but, um, and I do have to say with the grocery store, I've even noticed, you know, the meal kits and, um, 
even at yeah. my local stores, some of the sandwiches they offer, you know, the mm-hmm. sandwiches they're making at the deli, they're incorporating more of the global flavors and some of these, you know, different exactly. spices and things that, that you've mentioned. So I think that we're in a good place. It, it excites me that we're able to start embracing and and stepping outside of, you know, what we've always known and what we feel like is, is what we're supposed to eat and, and embracing some of these worldly flavors. It's an exciting time, I think. It is. It is. It's very, I mean, personally, I'm, I'm thrilled about it because it, it, there was, we had a long way to go, I felt, and, and it's actually happening, like actually seeing it out there. I mean, I think even Boar's Head has a flavor of roast turkey breast that is like Indian style, Madras, Madras masala or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that to me is like, okay, you cannot get more mainstream than that. <laughs> so it's right. definitely changing. For sure. Um, okay, so besides nutrition, of course, food represents culture and traditions. Even, you know, I, I mentioned southwestern Pennsylvania, and I joke about it, but you know, we we definitely have our traditions that um, mm-hmm. coming from that that part of the U.S. So, how can families incorporate worldly flavors into their menu while using it as a teaching opportunity for their kids to learn about different countries and cultures? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that there's, we we talked about some of the ideas of of just sort of mixing it in, blending it into things you're already making. But I mean, I do think there's, there's something to be said for like, you know, changing up your routine a little bit. I mean, you've got, there's Taco Tuesday, but you know, could be masala monday or you know like oh i like that (laughs) that's a new hashtag (laughs) (laughs) right um you know and and and, um so just building that into like you know how you think about feeding your family that okay that's a go-to that's an easy one you know that that oh i can i can like like you were saying with the with the sauces like you know it's mostly made for you but you're still cooking right you still get to tailor it and make it make it your own but you've got this like great leg up so you know same with like you know a, a korean barbecue sauce or something you know like there's there's so many great great uh, international options out there that i think yeah i mean you you're, you're as far as like, you know, teaching people about these cultures, I mean, food is the best first step, right? And, and when you find there's, there's openness to flavors, then I think that opens the door to an openness to, you know, to the culture itself. So I think by expanding young palates, you're really, you know, you're really opening their mind to the fact that people around the world eat differently, but that there's, you know, they, they can connect to that you know they have this this pathway to connect to these you know very very different places yes i think it's a it's when we travel i know as a family that's we're we're all into the food so that's one of the first things that we talk about that we discuss that you know right. even if it's somewhere you know you know, we go out of the country, which is, you know, tends sometimes tends to be very different from what we're eating here at home in Orlando, Florida. But um, <laughs> and then even, you know, traveling to the Midwest or those different places, it's um, we have discussions around it. But I think it's very cool that you don't have to get on a plane. You know, mm-hmm. you can kind of have these conversations and ex- 
explorations, I guess, and adventures in, in your own home and have these flavors and you don't have to travel somewhere. Right. To, right. <laughs> I traveling mean, traveling is fun. I'll go, I'll go anywhere you want me to go to try food, but, um, no, yeah. I think it, it, I think it's great. I think, you know, there's just such, such a shift when, when I was growing up, you know, I knew other Indian families and, and the kids were embarrassed about their own cuisine. They only wanted to be seen eating hamburgers and they didn't want people to know what they actually ate at home. And it's, you know, now we're just fascinated by people's, you know, own cultural food. It's like, oh, you know, your mom makes amazing fresh tortillas or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like there's a, there's like a, a nice positive association with these traditional cuisines as opposed to like the sort of suspicious like other you know it's like hmm what is that I think there's the yeah it's like you know and 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 obviously there's there's many many attitudes out there but I do think it's it's nice that um that there's a celebration of food and there's a value placed on it we you know we we really we, we think a lot about what we put in our bodies, right? And, and we have a lot of choices now and we have a lot of good choices. And so, you know, I think that this, the, you know, we're having a very good conversation with food right now, better, you know, there's better, better options than there've ever been. So it just, it, it, and especially as we talk about, you know, how can we be more plant-based uh, in what we're eating? I mean, and, and if that's where you lean, then I think going for global f- foods and looking to interesting tasting sauces, it, it can enhance that that path because you don't have to give, you don't feel like you're giving up on, giving up something, right? You're like, you get really fulfilling flavor um, even if you're skipping the meat. Right. And I actually, we, I just talked to on a, on a previous episode about, we were talking about the lunchroom um, and eating school lunches and even lunch boxes and, and how we are, in my opinion, I see my older daughter who's 13, whereas probably when I was, probably when I was 13, if I came in with like a hummus or something mm-hmm. kind you know which hummus is so yeah. mainstream now but like if I would have come in with that in my lunchbox people would have you know said oh gross like what are you doing put that oh, away know. you know get that out I of know. here and now my daughter takes things and is people are interested you know people are like oh that's cool you have like I a, love that it. beet hummus or you know it's like a trendy thing so um <laughs> yeah so yeah, they she's, think it's a, she's not the selective eater. I take it. <laughs> she is not at all. She <laughs> yeah. will. She will eat just about anything. It's funny. She she will eat anything but mushrooms. I, I oh, laugh okay. at that. I'm like, that's so. It's such an odd thing. But she just and I made something the other day, and I blended mushrooms and I I blended, um, not to hide them, but I just yeah. it was the recipe and I blended a bunch of different vegetables in, and um, when we were done, I said. I there were a lot of vegetables in there and she looked at me and she goes I bet you put mushrooms in there too. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I said, I said well. yeah, but it didn't 
I said it only enhanced the flavor. It's not like right. you, you yeah. had, you know, two helpings. So <laughs> exactly. You obviously liked it. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, great. so I've been asking all of our recent guests on the podcast, the same question, and there's really no right or wrong answer. It's just really fun to hear what everyone thinks. Um, what do you think being a healthy family means? Mm, yeah. Well, uh, when I think about a healthy family, I mean, the obviously the, the, you know, having good food on your table is important. But I also think having everyone sit, you know, and talk while you're eating is really important too. you know, using, using food as a way to be connecting with each other. And that was really important to my, my mother. I mean, that was, you know, that's Alice Waters big thing. And it's, it's, it was for our family, like key to us being close was that we knew what was going on in each other's lives. And, and we continue to make, you know, food, a, a, a bonding experience. So I think if, you know, you can put the screens away and just like, focus on each other through food. To me, that's, that's a healthy family. Well, wonderful. Thanks so much for joining us today and sharing all of your great tips and ideas for families. Like I said, we'll be sure to link up to all of your awesome products. Um, you can also see some of those on our Instagram as we try those out, which we love. But before we close things out, can you tell listeners where they can find and connect with you? Uh, sure. Yes, you can find our website at m a y a k a i m a l dot com, and uh, Maya Kaimal Foods is our handle for Instagram and uh, and Facebook. So, yes, that's where you find us. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Definitely go and follow Maya Kamal on Instagram if you don't already. I believe she's currently in India seeking out new flavors and looking for inspiration. So if you're listening to this and you can hop on there and follow along, um, definitely do that. It's been absolutely remarkable to follow along on her journey so far. Um, and of course, after she returns, it's a great place to get information um, and kind of tap into everything that they're doing. Be sure to check out our website, produceforkids.com, for the newest recipes of the season. We are looking at Thanksgiving and holiday flavors right now. Lots of fun fall pumpkin and apple ideas going on. If you aren't already a part of our Healthy Family Project Facebook group, head over and request to join. We're going to be hosting a live chat with our registered dietitian the first week in November, so don't miss out. And you can find all of the details once you join the group. Someone reminded me recently that I don't talk enough about the mission behind Produce for Kids. So I'll give a little snippet here today. While we focus a lot on recipes and healthy lifestyles, giving back is at the root of what we do. Giving back by creating a healthier generation, but we've also given nearly $7 million back to charities that benefit families and children since 2002. It's quite remarkable to be able to share that number and continue to assist families who are facing hunger. So if you want to know more about what we're doing, again, go over to produceforkids.com and um, I will be sure to share more ways that you can get involved in our efforts 
um, in upcoming episodes. So thank you for that reminder. If you like the Healthy Family Project, tell a friend and leave us a rating. It will only help our visibility so we can continue to create a healthier generation. If you want to tweet direct with me, I'm at Amanda M. Kiefer on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find Produce for Kids on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.